everyone. Welcome back to the Here With You podcast. I'm your host, Ford Henley, and as always, we got John Harmon here. Hello. So today's show, it's going to be a little bit shorter than normal, and it's just something that kind of came up when me and John were talking last week. And uh, both of us, uh, we have gone on our own mental health journey, and for like the past year, I've been taking a medication called uh, Lexapro for my social anxiety and depression and about a month ago I stopped taking it John's kind of started going on a medication so we were kind of talking about like what um what is like this the stigma with that or how does someone who is living like a gospel-centered life deal with the choice of taking medicine to help with their with their illness um any thoughts before we we go in john just that i think it's it's been kind of ironic um because you know we've been doing this podcast for a while and mental health has been the focus you know with the balance between spirituality and and physical you know wellness and you know um i i've definitely i know i've shared in the past anxiety depression uh you know suicidal thoughts things like that that um i've you know been dealing with uh really since since i was a teenager and i i've never i didn't think taking medicine was an option to be honest with you i think for most of my life i i felt guilty that like if i was to seek um like actual like medical help and 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 let a doctor know what i was going through that um that they were just going to put me on medicine and you know as a christian i didn't think that you know i i thought that that was that would be me saying you know god's not enough or god can't fix this or you know i i can't do this like i i guess i just thought that there was a lot of things surrounding it that made it wrong yeah. and that christians can't do it and so I, I i think that that kept me for for a really long time not actually like seeking help or, or telling a health professional about it and uh you know recently uh, i just anxiety got to a point to where i actually left work one day early because i was just so overwhelmed with anxiety and really it was an anxiety attack and so i decided you know what i let me let me go down this road let me see if there's something that can be done because this is it was actually hindering my work life you know and so going there and 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 actually opening up and and being really really honest um about what i was going through and what i was experiencing and the emotions that i would feel and uh, you know a lot of my fears and after talking you know with the doctor then they you know, recommended a specific medicine that would help with the depression and can even alleviate some of the anxiety um, that I was feeling. And even as he was recommending it, because knowing that I pretty much knew that that I was going to be prescribed something, right? And and being prescribed and even taking a couple of days to kind of think about it and talk to my wife about it and finally saying, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I've been on it here for maybe three weeks now. Um, and you know, I can definitely feel, feel the difference and 
and we can kind of talk about that later but really going mm. back to the point is of the irony like i've been doing this podcast with you for for quite some time and, and i knew that you were you know taking medication and stuff to kind of help out with your your anxiety and depression and and knowing that we we do advocate for that that we do believe that that is something that can help um but not having personally actually sought help and, and actually took medicine medication for it so now being being in that position um it's it's you know coming back to the podcast and now being able to talk about it from a personal perspective and actually being able to relate and talk about how it's i i, I believe it's helping me and um so i guess that's that's just kind of some background in how i want to open up uh you know so if you you know if you want to go ahead and do you have any thoughts um just on the, the ironic part I don't, it's more coincidental to me because if you say it's ironic, it's like, it makes it sound like we're supposed to know all the answers. And the purpose of this podcast is that we don't know all the answers and that we're talking about things that we struggle with and because we know other people struggle with. So I think it's a good, not good coincidence, but a coincidence that, that this is happening simultaneously where I'm coming off and you're going on and it's allowing us to kind of talk about it. Yeah. Um, it is, it is. And, uh, I was actually, you know, giving you a call last week and being able to talk to you about it and yeah. knowing that you, you know, I, that's the first I realized that you were coming off, but, but knowing that you had been on it and, and being able to call you and, you know, having that community and being like, Hey man, have you ever taken this or, um how did the how did what you're taking help you and were there any side effects was there anything that that worried you about it so just being able to talk to you about it i think also really did help me um in normalizing it i think uh not making it something that you know i should be afraid to talk about yeah well i mean for a long time i tried not to do any medication and i tried uh another one uh, few years ago that didn't really it's more for the social anxiety part but it just kind of made me more like numb and I didn't really like that so I'd stopped doing that but over like the past few years just kind of like running my own business I don't really work with other people I don't get a lot of social interaction mm -hmm. outside of like CrossFit and church and so I was getting really isolated with my thoughts and they were kind of starting to overcome me. And so I needed sort of like, of like a, like a catalyst to help me get to where I want to be. And so I never really thought of like taking medicine as like a, this is my cure. It was more like, this is a resource to help me to not have to focus on this problems so i can turn to things like like god and all the things we do with our ministry to help myself move forward and and i think with my new relationship she's kind of allowed me to feel a little more confident about moving on my own and not not really relying on that medicine and so i, I kind of decided i didn't intentionally intentionally stop taking it I kind of forgot to take it but then I noticed that you know I could still 
function in the way I wanted to. Um, but I had through taking it, I had kind of developed like a habit or just tools that, so when anxiety does come, I, I can recognize it and try to drill down on like what's really causing it. Yeah. Cause I've definitely had some anxiety since then. We're just dealing with some stressful clients and, but I just had to step back and work through it. And there's, there's really two things that you touched on there that I want to kind of focus on. And the, the first one is kind of like a timeline because when I, you know, was talking to, to my doctor about going on to the medicine, what we did discuss was a timeline. Um, and really what it was, was um, give it six months. And, um, if you believe that it's helping you, then, then keep doing it for another six months. But uh, the year mark is really where, where she had kind of said, you know, try it for six months to a year and, um, and then, and then you can kind of get off of it and see how, how, how you, it carries on as far as when you're not on it, because going into the next thing is how it actually, like when I say, Oh, I feel like it's, it's working. What do I mean by that? And, kind of what you were saying there is the emotions from the anxiety get attached to, to, to our thoughts. Right. And it just kind of blows up our thoughts uh, to be bigger than what they really are. And with, I think the anxiety and the the depression and when, you know, you think about with depression and stuff, a a lot of the the terminology is, Oh, there's a chemical imbalance. Right. Um, and a lot of times with the emotions, it's it's because it's not being properly regulated. So with the anxiety, something that that really isn't even that, um, you know, that nerve wracking or something that shouldn't really cause that much stress, all of a sudden the emotions that I've attached to that issue have me overwhelmed and have me feeling like I have to take action immediately. And it's a hindrance from me just living a normal focused life. So I kind of, you know, I feel like what you're, you were saying there is that it really kind of helped get rid of the cloudiness of the anxiety to where you can kind of self-analyze and you can kind of take a look at, you know, your inner workings and, and, and kind of realize how bad it was with the anxiety and the stress and kind yeah. of, you, you can kind of pinpoint moments where, you know, that used to like bring me to my knees in anxiety as far as thinking that it was just going to go horribly wrong. And since I've been, you know, taking the medication, I feel like I'm just not attaching as, you know, as much strong, passionate emotions to my thoughts. So they, it it seems to me that they're more manageable and I can exactly, like you said, I can move on from something that otherwise would have debilitated me previously. I can kind of just glance at it in my mind and say, eh you know, that could, that could be stressful or, you know, something could go wrong, but, but if it does, I'll, I'll be, I'll be ready for it then, you know, rather than thinking that that, that moment of, of, of something going wrong is inevitable. Right. But just being able to just kind of look at my issues and and say, you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to get upset over this. You know, I, I'm not going to overwhelm myself with emotion by, by these things that, uh, you know, can potentially be stressful. Yeah, and and I think, like you were saying, setting a timeline so that you're, one, kind of monitoring 
how it's affecting you. But then also like not trying to create like a dependence on it. Like you're in control of the medicine and the medicine's not in control of you. And I think that's where like we kind of get into the topic, the deeper side of the topic we wanted to talk about was like the stigma that kind of goes with taking medicine, medicine, even outside of the church, like people still kind of give it a stigma like you're, because they can't really understand that those anxieties and depression, like, um, the stigma is not even, yes. Like, yeah, the stigma is, it's going even deeper by to say, Oh, you shouldn't take medicine. But really, if you take a step back, the stigma begins with depression and anxiety in itself, because just those topics make people feel uncomfortable and make people not, they want to back away from it. Right. Cause it's typically those things have to deal with emotions and people uh, aren't always comfortable talking about emotions. Um, so yeah, the stigma is just on the, the illness itself. And, and then it goes even deeper by saying you should be able to handle that on your own. You shouldn't need yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, kind of looking back, it's, it's easy to say that all that, but when I'm like lying on the ground all day crying for no reason, like, like it's hard to, to see any other option sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of, some of the stuff I read to prep for, for this talk. Um, Are you going to beat me to the statistic? No, you're, you're, you're just a statistic guy. It's more like, I saw a lot of posts that were one that's more like on our side, but some that were like saying they were kind of on the against medication side, but but they were kind of, you know, it's like all types of medication. Like when you're sick, like don't take medication. Um, but it's like they're saying like it gets in between you and, and God. Um, I feel like it's kind of a, an overstatement a little bit or hyperbole. And that to me, well, it let me get closer to God. Yeah, definitely. So, um when we think when we think about Christians with stigma against mental illness, right? Well, the simple fact is, for that one in five adults in the U.S. deal with mental illness, right? It's you know roughly you know forty six and a half million Americans are battling mental illness. And do you think do you think I believe for that the other four adults are just Christians? No, no. no. I, I think that Christians fit in that one in five category. So the idea that like Christians are immune to it, um, I just don't believe. And I don't even think that it's biblical to say that people who walk with God and people who have a relationship with God should not or do not experience depression or sorrow or, you know, signs that that we would recognize as a, a mental illness today. You know, it is, there's so many biblical examples of people that we look up to uh, within our faith in the Old Testament, even in the New Testament. In the Reformation. Have, in the Reformation, who have dealt with this, who have been dealing with this. Um, and I think that that should give us hope, for one, because it, it seems to be biblical that uh, 
that even if you follow God and believe in God, that you, you, you can still succumb to depression and sorrow because of the circumstances in your life. Um, so I think, you know, it's, first of all, it's not new, okay? And that I think we should be encouraged uh, to express it when we are experiencing it, because I, I think that it is biblical. For example, David, if we look at the majority of the Psalms, uh, they are laments, which yeah. deals with uh, sorrow, right? And, and, and depression. And uh, in fact, the definition of lament is passionate expression of grief or sorrow. And, yeah, and that we have is another the, podcast on that as well. So. Yes, we did. We did. <laughs> And, and the idea that like the majority of the Psalms are based on that. And we know David experienced much sorrow in his life. We know about yeah. Job who, you know, throughout Job as these uh, things, afflictions are happening to him. He's experiencing depression. He's feeling alone. Um, Elijah, uh, you know, experienced uh, depression when he was, in first Kings, when he was uh, in the desert and he just wanted to die. Right. Uh, he asked God like, okay, like I, I, I live for you. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to lay down now and just die. Right. Uh, we've got Jonah uh, in the book of Jonah who, who experienced much sorrow and depression and grief. So, I mean, yeah. it is, it is biblical that, you know, we do experience this as believers in God, as believers in Christ. Um, so it's not, it's not something that's new. And I think that, you know, as Christians, it should be something that is more normalized in a sense that we should be able to talk and express it without being written off as, you know, you don't have enough faith. Yeah. I was actually, uh, this morning, I have the New Morning Mercies devotional. Um, and I'm drawing a blank on the author's name right now. But he was talking about kind of referencing Psalms. 118 and it just kind of repeats uh to, to god that his love endures forever but there's one part that i thought was interesting because over this week as the owner i had a lot of anxiety with the issue with a client at work and it was really stressing me out and so i told my girlfriend that it literally felt like i was being swarmed by bees like you know you like you hit a beehive it breaks open and they just start swarming you can't go anywhere you can't move um and you feel like you're gonna get stung either way um and so the last part of that verse well not totally the last part it's like in the middle let's see it's pretty long so give me a second I mean, he's talking about all the nations that are surrounding him. But he said, they surrounded me on every side, but the name of the Lord had cut them down. They swarmed around me like bees. But they were consumed as quickly as burning thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them down. And I thought that was poignant. Um, word of the day, poignant. Um, that that came up and I was referencing that as my anxiety, like, cause like my, my word for the year, cause it's what my girlfriend's church does. They have like a word for the year. I feel like it's like trust and trusting God. And as I'm getting off this medicine that 
I kind of put my trust in that medicine for a little while, but now it's time to, since I'm able to kind of step back in the anxiety and put that trust in God and trust the Holy Spirit to lead me through that situation and, and that uh, he's with me in that. So you made me think of that when you were talking about uh, David. So. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and, it, and and the reason it's relatable is because David experienced those things, right? Because yeah. the writer of that song. Well, yeah, no, he, he very well could have been feeling the same, you know, feeling that you you were feeling, you know, where the anxiety makes, you know, uh, is surrounding you uh, as though you were being stung by bees. But it's great. So, again, just kind of driving that home that, like, it's there in the Bible. Um, and also kind of, I think, take, taking a look at mental health, like, knowing that it it can be physical, right? Like, as far as, um, like, since the fall, right? The fall of man. Uh, you know, the Bible tells us uh, that we are subject to physical deterioration, right? From our bodies, uh, and that includes our minds as well, you know, and I think that when we think about mental health, health uh, from <laughs> mental health from a physical perspective, from the fall, it, it seems that, you know, if we're deteriorating, if our bodies are becoming less of what they were intended to be, then that would also impact our minds and that, yeah. you know, that that would also include that our mental health uh, can also be impacted by by the fall. Um and, it, and, you know, the Bible also does talk about mental health, I think, too, from a spiritual perspective in the sense that sometimes our mental health can be impacted by the things that we do, right? So if we do something that, that we know is disobedient to God, that can cause anxiety in our life. If mm -hmm. we develop a, a sin habit that um, makes us feel less, less than what God sees us as, and we begin to beat ourselves up over it, then that can cause, you know, a mental health or mental illness <clears throat> and you know so that can kind of come from also sin but but also just kind of so I, the way really i'm kind of juxtaposed here between the physical side of mental health where there is this deterioration of the mind um since the fall but also like spiritually looking at it um that it can also be caused from a, a sin perspective if we have sin in our life but going yeah. back to to the physical Part of it right um i think the bible does talk about uh using types of um medicinal things for healing you know there's a couple different verses that i could reference where they talk about using leaves for healing um where in isaiah where with hezekiah when he was you know god said that he you know you surely will die and then added you know 15 years to his life and part of the healing process there was uh, Isaiah instructed him to kind of make this uh, ointment made of like figs and, and other plant materials, you know what I mean, to put on it for healing. So there's, you know, if there is a physical ailment, yes, God is in control and there's definitely spiritual warfare going on and we do deal with sin and that is an aspect of it. But also if there is a physical ailment, the Bible indicates that it is okay to use medicinal things to help with with the healing of it as well yeah so, you know if i look at the bible and it's telling me you know that it's it's okay to feel depression and anxiety 
uh, because other individuals in the Bible experienced it. And if God instructs, you know, people in the Bible that it's okay to use, you know, medicinal things to, to help with healing as well, then it seems like to me that from the biblical perspective, it is okay for me to accept the fact that I deal with depression and I deal with anxiety and uh, I might need a little bit of uh, help as far as creating clarity in my mind so that I can have an effective relationship with God. Yeah. Um, pretty much hit the nail on the head there. Um, and it was kind of reminded of a video by Russell Moore. I think he's over the Southern Baptist Commission now. But I think he, his videos that he makes with his little podcast and stuff is really good and covered a lot of those things that you were just talking about. And that's on our Facebook page if you want to go check that out. Um, <laughs> I don't remember everything in the video, but I just, you know, he kind of talked about there's so many, when you talk about mental health and depression and there's so many different aspects to it. It's not just about like a mental choice to feel better or um, it might not always be a physical ailment or could be something that happened to you a long time ago that you've repressed and yeah yeah and so like these resources are just like medicine are tools to help you uh open up to whatever that obstacle is and work through it and not become like dependent on it as a yeah as a um crutch and that's kind of why i did my ministry mind body soul because i've seen all these other ministries where they're basically just replacing addiction or mental health with working out and then you you're addicted to the endorphins and but you're not really addressing what what you're really dealing with so and i think that's the most important part of um dealing with when choosing to take medication like you're choosing it because you want to get better, but you also want an, to create a, a place where you can work on those other things. And a lot of the other things that I read kind of touch that. That's the sin part. Like, so med medicine and stuff doesn't necessarily address the sin. And, and when we talk about sin, it's not always phrased in the right way where it's like, maybe it's, per when you think of sin, like, I feel like it's always about something wrong you did. Like, it's like, it's your fault that you're depressed, but it could be, I mean, it could be other people's sin or yeah. self-centeredness or, but, so I try to go like a little bit deeper when talking about sin than just throwing out there yeah. like community and stuff it's like a buzzword almost yeah. no there's it, it, it can it's so multifaceted right there's so many dynamics to sin um i think personally for myself um if there are like certain things that i get into that that make me feel like i know that i'm sinning i, I know that i shouldn't be doing this um then i start to kind of beat myself up over it and um 
you know, with the, the natural, the way my, my body works naturally is to get really overworked over the situation in my mind, yeah. becoming really anxious and, and, and experiencing so much anxiety and putting so much emotion on having to be better that when I fail, it just, I go right back into this perpetual motion of, oh man, like I'm, I, I can't do this. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not worthy. You know, I'm not, uh, God's not going to use me type of type of mentality. And, and now that I've been taking medicine, what I feel like is I, I, I feel more clear in the sense that like, I'm not beating myself up all the time. And because of that, I, I feel like I can now work on my spirituality and work on my faith because I, I do know that the medicinal treatment is not the, the final or the only resolve to this, that there is yeah. my spiritual life, and that I, st- I still have to, you know, dig in and, 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 you know, get closer to God and, and still have that relationship with him and still count on him and, and, and know that he is faithful um, to hear my, my cries and to, to hear, you know, my anxiety and my stress. And, and, and I feel like it, it's just allowing me to have a clear vision and, and helping me as far as, um, you know, long term trying to set up a life that's sustainable where i'm not always beating myself up mentally and being able to kind of fall back into god and just know that he he's 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 all around me and that he surrounds me and that he's with me i feel like that is much more clear now that i i'm able to kind of get those emotions and and those anxieties at at bay so to speak for you know I think for for my experience, like finding, like just doing this whole ministry was a challenge on my anxiety, but just meeting all these different people um, and just being able to talk to them about like uh, what I'm going through or what I'm, medicine I'm taking or and hearing about their stories, it kind of shows me that like, there's other people that are kind of dealing with this that I, that I can talk to or that maybe they found a way to work through it. And that it kind of sh- helps reduce that isolation where um, the spiritual warfare part comes in where you're like, where it's like, you're the only person where it tells you like, you're the only person with this problem. Um, there's nothing you can do about it. And you kind of get, lost in that that cycle and so i think having that that group where uh, you can feel safe to talk about what you're going through really helps as well yeah Um, i feel like we always do we always tie it back to community because it is so important community community sponsored by community coffee just kidding you know what's crazy for it is so you know, I, I'll put PBS on in the morning for my youngster, and it is very frequently at, um, sponsored by because they're always like, "Oh, today's PBS is sponsored by," and it's a continuous thing. It's it's Fort Walton Beach, Okaloosa Island. What brought to you by Fort Walton Beach, and I think it's Okaloosa County. Yeah, um, they like sponsor PBS and. Somehow, all the way out here in Colorado, <laughs> I'm getting that advertisement. So it's so crazy. Don't give away our locations. 
Yeah, we got there's a big uh, PBS station in Pensacola. Oh, that might have something so, to do. Um, I don't know. I know PBS is going in a different direction, but anything else you want to touch on? Um, I feel like I kind of talked about all I could really. I mean, I didn't want to like. I wanted to create it, make it like as natural to talk about, so that people could really kind of relate. Like, like we're not talking at them. Like we're, we're this. Yeah, it's like we're going through this too, man. Well, that's that's more of the irony I was talking about earlier. Was like, I I I now feel like you know while we were doing those podcasts, like things that I was speaking was speaking on as far as that that. That did I like almost like okay? Did I even have an authority, or did I even have like a, a you know a right to even speak on those things because I I wasn't even personally experiencing it or going through it, and and so now that I am going through it and and now speaking on it like uh, being able to really really relate you know to 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 that kind of the aspect of it when it comes to mental health, so um, yeah no I'm. Um, I'm feeling pretty good and uh, doing pretty good and, and life is pretty good right now, Ford. But um, it's not because of the, it's not solely because of the medicine too. I don't want to yeah. give off that impression that it's some sort of cure all or, or miracle drug. It just has, it. I feel like it's made my mind clear and then making it clear. I I've been able to thank God more for the things in my life because I can realize how he is surrounding me and how he is protecting me and how much, how many things that he ha- he is keeping me from, right? There are a lot of things that could go wrong and a lot of things that could cause fear in my life. But, but I feel like it's a little bit clearer and now knowing that like, wow, God really, really is keeping me, you know? And you think about what Christ said was, you know, those who the Father put in my hand, you know, the enemy will not take out of my hand. And it's, you know, <laughs> I know I'm in Christ's hand, but those storms get to blow and, and, uh, you can kind of lose track of that a lot of times. And, but um, I, I just want everyone out there who's listening um, to know that if, if, if mentally you are feeling overwhelmed, if you feel like, you know, your, your mind is, is cloudy, so to speak, as though you, you, your thoughts have taken control of you, as though your emotions have taken control over you, that um, there are people out there who, who, who love you. There are people out there who do want to want to hear about that because they do care about you. So, um, you know, reach out to, to those around you who, who you can, who you feel like you can trust and, and, and you love um, and just express it to them and let them know what you're going through. And um, if you have the, the capability, if, if you um, have the resources, seek, um, you know, medical help, if, if, if that's, if that's what you need, you know, and, and don't be ashamed of it because even, even people who have faith experience these things and, and do need, need help with it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what I would leave, uh, you know, everyone with. Yeah. And as you, I was just kind of reminded of why I stopped taking the medicine besides just accidentally, but I just, I kind of got to a point where like it was the medicine helped me. I felt great. I was moving forward, but then it was almost like, like I wasn't fully feeling emotions 
almost. You know, like, like I should some stuff I should probably get upset about, but I don't. And and so, in my uh, Monday Bible study group, they're kind of talking about James, where it talks about being quick to listen, slow to anger, slow to, anger, slow to speak, and they kept coming up a lot, and and even with dealing with my client and. And just like, am I, but doesn't say like not to speak, not to, not to be angry. It's like just being in control and stepping back and work, uh, talking to the Holy Spirit, like help me through this situation. And I, I feel like I wasn't really doing that on the medicine. And then I was just kind of like, it just wasn't affecting me. And, and I feel like that kind of slowed me from growing as, as a person. And so I think as we're talking about saying it's okay to take medicine, just also like continually like pray as you do it and like maybe journal or whatever works for you to kind of monitor how you're reacting to it and, and, and pray about it as well. But uh, to kind of um, close things out, I didn't, I don't know if, uh, just from what you were just talking about, like if you wanted to close out in a, in a prayer t- today. Um, yeah, I guess I can do that. Um, this is unexpected. I feel like, uh, you've, you've been, you've been ending with the prayer, but, uh, yeah, no, I definitely do it. Honestly, a lot of what I was saying there, actually, I felt just kind of led by the Holy Spirit. So I almost, there's parts of it where like, I felt like I was almost praying. Like it yeah, was a dialogue. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'll definitely just kind of, uh, close this out with prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, I just thank you for just being with me every day and, and being with, with my family and, and surrounding those that, that I, that are in my life that I love, because I know the truth is, is that you love them even more than I love them. And, and I thank you for that. And I thank you for the stability that you give me in my life and, uh, that, you know, I have. I have things in my life that you've blessed me with and I'm thankful for them. And to be honest, God, since I, I have been taking medicine, I do feel more thankful for my mental health. I, I, I thank you that, that I, I can see now that getting overworked with emotion and just continuously stressing over every thought that I've had is not how you intended me to live. And that's not how you want me, you know, to go around living my life. And, you know, Lord God, I just pray that you'll be with me, Lord. And I pray that you'll be with anyone who who might also be new to taking medication for, for things like anxiety and depression, Lord. And I pray that you you also just meet them there to help on help with that spiritual aspect, Lord, and that you know, you can also, along with that, just send, you know, people into to, to my life and to individuals going through the same thing who would also just be able to speak truth about your word and about who you are so that, you know, as we're trying to clear our minds that really what we're seeing in the sky is, is you and that it's, it's you with us, surrounding us, you know, and that the clouds are temporary and that they will fade and that at the end of the day that the sky is still there, Lord, and that you are still there. And uh, I thank you for that hope. And I pray that, uh, 
for those who may be listening that that same hope would transcend you know through, through this microphone that i'm speaking into and that through the holy spirit that it will speak to to the existence of other people and that you know they'll they'll come to know you lord and they'll come to trust in you and and have that same relief and, and same thankfulness uh, that i have lord and uh jesus name jesus mighty name <laughs> amen amen